You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's always playing with power. I'm Cody. And I'm Sam. We have a great show. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> yep. It's the two musketeers, the two lone rangers <laughs> once again. How do you pluralize rangers? Ra- I don't know. Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. Multiple rangers. Like okay. power rangers. Yeah, like power rangers. <laughs> anyway, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go through, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Although two lone rangers doesn't make sense. I, w- I was making a reference to the movie Airheads. Have you ever seen Airheads? I've never seen. Of course I've never seen Airheads. Oh my God. It's Well, I'm, surpri- I'm not surprised because <laughs> Airheads was one of those shows that was always on Comedy Central because it was cheap back in the 90s. Oh yeah, I remember it being on Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? But do you I did remember? not watch it. <laughs> well, the band, the metal band in, in Airheads, is, they're the Lone Rangers. Oh. Yeah. The the joke is they keep asking how how do you pluralize Lone Ranger? <laughs> do you remember who's who the band is in that? No, it's Adam Sandler on drums, Steve Buscemi on bass, and uh, Brendan Fraser as the lead singer and guitarist. <laughs> nice. It's those three as a bunch of metalheads. <laughs> it is the weirdest mishmash of garbage i've ever seen but it's great i love it there's another episode of no i haven't seen that. there you go right perfect there. yeah everybody go go find airheads i mean it's gonna be in the dollar bin wherever <laughs> you go where every brendan fraser movie lives y- yes <laughs> hey the mummy was all right oh yeah yeah <laughs> but it's gonna be in the dollar it's bin. gonna be in the dollar bin sure <laughs> sure uh wasn't the last movie he was in like some movie where like Woodland creatures like attacked him or something. Yes, furry vengeance. I That's, think it was called. Why? I don't know. It was for what, the kids. <laughs> what happened to Brendan Fraser? Uh, he was George of the Jungle. <laughs> I read an article about this actually, and I can't remember what it was. It was just a bunch of unfortunate things happened to him at once, mm. and he kind of lost his leading man. Status. Yeah, that's that is a shame because he he had it. I mean, the mummy. He was basically Indiana Jones. Yeah. Do you remember the GI Joe movie where he like was like one of the trainers in like the GI Joe base, and he popped up for two seconds and did not have a single line, and he didn't even get a credit. I don't. No, think. I don't think he did. He was just standing there with a beret watching two people fight. It's probably for the best because that movie was hot garbage. It kind of was. Yeah, I wish they would redo that movie. Like, yeah. you know. Like reboot G.I. Joe? I think I think that G.I. Joe and Transformers could be rebooted and be set in a shared universe where they do a Transformers movie and say, you know, there's a big fight or whatever at the end. And there's some, you know, Decepticons that get killed at the end of the movie, whatever. And they explain that they the U.S. government has uh, reverse engineered old Transformer parts into the pew pew lasers, the yes. red lasers and blue lasers yeah. that they use for the GI Joes that would explain why they have crazy, stupid weaponry. And also it's gotta be an action comedy. It's exactly. gotta be funny. It's gotta be funny. Well, you put the rock in it and then yeah. you're good. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. You put the rock in it. You make him, which one was the one, the toy that came with the sledgehammer? I don't remember. The the one that from the old, uh, um, uh, what were they? The, the cartoons where they, they're like the PSAs where they put in like other voices. The Fleischer, not Fleischer. Oh. I forget what they're called. It's like an old internet meme. The guy that says body massage. 
You know what I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. Right? You don't. I don't. I'm You've never heard lost. that. Okay, there were a bunch. Okay, so they the old GI Joe cartoons had a bunch of PSAs at yeah, the end. Yeah, knowing is half the battle. Yeah, so uh, this was like way. Pre, this was pre um, pre YouTube, I think. This is like early internet. But they would go through, and this one guy replaced all of the voices in those PSAs and made them just say like the weirdest stuff. <laughs> it was like uh, almost like C Lab twenty twenty one or like Space Ghost level nice. kind of stuff. But like there was one where. You know, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look one up real quick. I just got to know what the, the guy's name is. I'm not going to play one on the show, but there's a show. We just play old internet clips. That's the audio. You know what? People would listen to it. Uh, da, 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 da. here's the heavily censored audio from metal gear. Awesome. <laughs> Fensler film. It's a, yeah, it's a guy oh. named Eric Fensler who went through and did like all these weird, like absurdist like gi <laughs> joe psas that take like 30 seconds or whatever but no look them up on on uh youtube they're all low quality because it's like pre you know any yeah, pre-video on the internet really. pretty much yeah yeah and now you know and knowing is half the battle So anyway, we were talking about things we've been checking out, right? Were we? I, don't, I think so. I don't think we even got to that we point We haven't gotten yet. to that part yet. Well, you know what? I can go ahead and do mine real quick. Um, so Riff Tracks had one of their uh, live shows oh, you know uh, what? last week. I went to that also. You did? <laughs> All right. So that's something we could talk about. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, my God. Space Mutiny. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was really good. You know, that's one that they did on uh, Mystery Science Theater, you know, during their original run. But I... Like a lot of it had to have been cut out for the MST3K version yeah. because there was, yeah, some of that stuff was just bonkers nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, there was nudity. <laughs> there was nudity. Yes, there was nudity. God, just the, <laughs> the driving around those little carts. Yes, the little enforcer carts were the funniest part. Oh, yeah. Those were great. <laughs> I loved it when, like, um, um, what's his name? Beef Ramtech or whatever yeah. his name was, was driving and like screaming, ah, and then stops and slowly gets out of the car as it explodes. Like he just kind of stands up and just like totally stone faced. <laughs> that cracked me up. The, uh, the constant, uh, uh, cocktail parties happening on the bridge of the, yeah. uh, well, it's the Battlestar Galactica. Cause that's yeah, cause all they, the ships they're they using. They reuse the, the, yeah. Footage from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. The old TV show. Yeah, I had a theory that like the like the bad guys, like the the like the people in the masks, it was Cylons. Well, no, yeah, oh, Cylons. Yeah. No, no, but the, you know what I'm talking about. The, yeah. the guys in the movie. They uh, it was just two stuntmen that they used over and over again because they were really really good at falling over ledges. Yeah. Because it's, it was always two. They were always wearing a mask and they always fell off it's a ledge. True. Yeah. Yeah, in like various. Uh, forms so that's that's what i thought i love when they're driving the the carts and they're doing the i think somebody's shooting at him mm-hmm. and you can very clearly see all the like blasting caps on the side oh the... yeah oh that was so good <laughs> yeah you could basically point to it and mm-hmm. it would explode on screen. pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah no that was so good and like it made no sense. Like, what were those dancing women? Like the the space dancing women? I don't know. Those they made no impact on the film whatsoever. Like none. But they had a lot of those plasma balls from Spencer's. They went to a Spencer's gift and they got a lot of plasma <laughs> balls. Yeah, and they kind of flailed around it. Yeah. Oh, it's so a weird. weird. It's a weird movie. So weird. But I'm glad they did it. 
It yeah. was ah so good. Now, I haven't seen the Mystery Science Theater episode in a long time, so I don't know what they probably didn't reuse any of the jokes from that. I'm assuming probably not. I mean, I they did the uh, like the made up fake like lunkhead names for the main character, yeah, but, it, but, they but were none all of them were. Ones. Yeah, yeah, none of them were the same from for the MST through K. So yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I kind of want to go back and and watch that MST through K version too. Yeah, so. Uh, let's the, see. the short mm. at the beginning was really good too. They did a weird short. I rem- I remember watching the short and loving it, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. It was the H.G. Wells short oh, story with the, with the magic shop. Yeah, the weird, weird magic shop. Oh, that was. And then the kid disappears. Yeah, like, it was really weird and funny. And then it turned into a pizza place. Yeah, <laughs> so weird, but. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, any anytime the Rift Tracks guys are doing a live mm-hmm. broadcast at theaters, you should probably go to it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna throw that out there because it's always a good show. Some of them are, are funnier than others. Oh sure. I mean that you're gonna have that with anything. But uh But they're always worth the price of admission. Oh sh- oh for sure. Um I remember going to the um Samurai Cop one. I didn't uh, do last that last one. summer, oh my god, that was so good! And actually, I think I went to the first one that they had done. The uh, it was a Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, we, I went to that. Yeah, one with I, th- you. I think we I actually think we went together for that. Yeah, one. we did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right on, right on. So let's see. The other thing I did this week was um, went and saw Deadpool for a second time. Took my dad uh, out there for uh, Father's Day, and uh, Father Son Deadpool. <laughs> that, that's right. Oh yeah, it was great. It was a blast. He loved it. Um, it was a good movie. It was really good. It was really, really good. Um, there were a couple of things that I caught this time around that I didn't quite catch the first time around. Like at one point he calls, um, cable one eyed Willie, which is, <laughs> which is a reference to the Goonies, the Goonie, which, yeah. yeah, which he's in. Oh yeah. Josh Brolin is in. He's That's like, the, right. he's the jock older brother in the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So yeah, that was <laughs> That was really good. Um, I mean, just so great. Don't take your kids, but it's so great. <laughs> I I went to go see a movie oh, yeah? and then didn't do it. Okay. We went to see the to go see The Incredibles two uh, yesterday. Okay. Wait, no, day before yesterday. Okay. Tuesday. Tuesday. Sure. You know the cheap day. Yeah. It was crowded. Really? Crazy crowded. Really? We were even there early. We were there at like noon. And it was just wall to wall people and kids. Oh, man. Buses of kids. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we've been waiting for this Incredibles 2 for like how long? 14 years, I Something think. Something like that. Yeah. That's great. But like <laughs> the only way we could see it is if we sat like in the very, very front of the ultra screen. Oh, and you don't want to do no, that. No, so we just... Didn't go. <laughs> we just went to the mall. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Eh, I mean, you know, it's worse yeah. things you can do, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm hoping well, it's not going to happen this weekend, but probably in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, I can get a chance to see. Yeah. Um, Samantha that. and I are going to give it another try tomorrow. I think. Oh, good deal. So. Right on. Uh, have you seen Solo yet? No. Oh man, you got to see Solo before it leaves the theater. I don't know if I want no, to. No, you you got to see you got to see Solo. I was made aware that they make a reference to that awful Star Wars fighting game uh Terra Masters Kasai? Masters of Terra Kasai because <laughs> one of 
one of the characters they make a reference to being a master of Terakasai nice. Kung Fu style. <laughs> yeah. Like that game is rotten. <laughs> I've never actually I've watched it, like clips of it, but I've never actually played it. I played it in a demo inside like it might have been in that little short window of time where Barnes and Nobles had a, a game section. And they had a demo set up of it. Wow. Yeah. I, this was a long time ago, but I remember that game being so janky and just like. We need to do like a no let's good. play. Oh, of we, it. Yeah, we definitely do. Wait till the next Star Wars movie gets closer to coming out and we'll, we'll do a let's play, put it on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. But uh, actually, that's actually some uh, a news uh, thing that we'll get to at the break, but it might be a little longer before the next Star Wars thing comes out. That's but, true. Yeah. Um, but no. Oh, I guess the other thing I did, I uh, went to see uh, uh, Infinity War again. But I mean, what can I say that's already been said? Yeah, basically. We, we covered we, that. For we covered that pretty extensively. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, do any? Uh, did you do any, anything else for um, the week? Let's see, I played more of the Splatoon expansion. I know I touched on it a little bit last week, mm. but uh, I've definitely put a lot more time in it now, and it's it's really, really good. Oh, okay, good. Like, it, it dips into the lore a lot more the further you get, Okay, which is always interesting because the Splatoon world is really interesting. Mm-hmm. It explains Marina a lot, which really? is really interesting. And uh, I'm, I'm like at the very last boss. Oh, okay. And I, I haven't finished it yet because I went to bed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's surprising. The boss is surprising, and there's also a mini boss before that that is also surprising. Really? So, I mean, it, it pulls some cool tricks, and it's 100% definitely worth getting. It's better than the single player that the game came with. Oh, really? Is it? Okay. That's that's. Cool, that's great. I was kind of hoping that they would put the um, eventually do a DLC and put the um, Splatoon One DLC or um, single player into it with that lore and everything. Yeah, that way you just get the whole, the whole package, the whole, the whole experience. Yeah, might as well. Because nobody's gonna go back and play the Wii U to get Ooh. the story of the first. Does game. anyone own a Wii U anymore? I mean, I still have mine, uh, but it's in a box. Yeah, it is packed away. <laughs> I mean, any game you'd want to play for the Wii U is basically going to get ported to the Switch anyway. Either the Switch or the 3DS. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that that's crazy. How many like uh, Wii U games are just like, oh hey, it's on the 3DS. Yeah, like uh, Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi's Woolly World. I'm really surprised they were able to kind of crunch that yeah. down and, and make it work. And it, it's still just as fun. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they added like extra levels to it or yeah. something, didn't they? Yep. There's extra levels with Poochie. Yeah. Yoshi's little dog pal. I was going to say, is that the, the cool dude that Itchy and Scratchy hang out with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he died on the way to his home planet. <laughs> yeah, I never got that Poochie amiibo, and it was really good. Oh, yarn, yeah. Yarn Poochie. It, was, it is very good. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's somewhere in my pile behind pile me. Of... Pile of amiibos. Yes. <laughs> I got a, a weird itch to play a monkey island game okay again, and i started playing through the telltale one the tales of monkey island sure yeah and it's it's better than i remember i remembered it being just kind of okay i think i remember you saying that it was just kind of okay at the time when you saw it the first time or something yeah but i i like it more now i don't mm-hmm. know what it 
is the puzzles are actually pretty good, and it really makes me miss the time when Telltale made like actual games mm-hmm. and not movies that are games. I don't, I don't have a problem with with cinematic games like that. I just wish that Telltale just didn't make the same one over and over again with a different franchise skin on top. That's that is Telltale's kind of biggest thing now, isn't yeah, it? Everything yeah, everything is big moral choices, moral dilemmas. So and so will remember that. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, do that, but also like put some puzzles in there or make a funny one. Yeah, make it funny. Yeah, I miss when they were funny because they were really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you can get some sweet Minecraft humor out of oh. Minecraft the game. Oh. Remember when they made a story mode for Minecraft? Oh yeah, they continue to do it, and they'll probably never stop because it makes them a bajillion dollars. <laughs> you know what? I am happy for Patton Oswald. I'm glad he is making tons of money. And to a lesser extent, um, what's his name? The big guy with the beard, the comedian. Posehn? Yeah, Brian Posehn. (laughs) I I mean, I played the first two episodes of that, Mm -hmm. and I just could not get into it. I just like, I'm just like, I don't care. It's Minecraft. Like, log out. Yeah. Like, I can't get invested in this story because it takes place in inside of a video game where there's no there's no anything yeah there there's no stakes mm-hmm. yeah i watched i watched a let's play of the first two episodes of it and the two it well the let's play was kind of a joke the uh the two guys playing it absolutely hated hate minecraft and hate the story mode and hate everything about it. So it's basically like a couple of hour long podcasts where they're just kind of rambling over top and just there. They want, they called it a fail through where they wanted to just have the, put the controller down and see how many times they could just not answer a prompt and have the game play itself. <laughs> and the first chapter, I think you have to press the button like twice out of every prompt and everything else is just like, well, it just kind of picks whatever the best answer is. Yeah, well, a lot of times in those Telltale games, silence is yeah is, is an a answer. choice, yeah, yeah, which is interesting, but it's rarely ever used in an interesting way. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I miss their comedy. I miss Sam and Max, and mm-hmm. I miss uh, Strong Bad's cool Strong games for Bad, awesome, yeah. for awesome people. Yeah, but now they just want to do Hey Walking Dead. I mean, it's a strong it, IP. At least they're doing the last one of that. Oh, that's true. Until they yeah. reboot it or do a different story. <laughs> I have heard the Fables one was very good. Yes, it is. It's really good. Yeah. I I've... will give them that. I really like that one. Yeah. So I was a, I'm a, I'm a decent fan of the, uh, um, decent enough fan of the uh, uh, comic series. I've read yeah, the first the co- I've read the bit first of it. Yeah. Trade of that. And it is good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's different. It has a different feel to it. Mm-hmm. And they I think they capture that in the game so it doesn't feel like playing The Walking Dead again. Ah, right. Yeah, but, good point. you know, like the Batman game they have is just like... Who cares about Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Just be Batman. <laughs> and But don't be like, you know, just stand around and answer questions, Batman. It's just, yeah, it's just a lot of that and a lot of quick time events that aren't fun. Quick time events are best used sparingly. Yeah. I'm not... I don't... I'm not one of those guys that completely dogs on quick time events. I think sometimes when you have to do something cinematic, a quick time event used correctly really, really works. Yeah, it's better to have you do something in a cool moment to mm-hmm. feel like you had some kind of impact on that cool yeah. moment. Yeah. But 
yeah, when you do it all the time and you do it, or in the case of um, uh, David Cage games, like um, that is your gameplay. <laughs> yeah, like I've been watching a uh, Detroit Become Human uh, Let's Play. I've been watching a lot of Let's Play plays lately. Well, I've had a lot of time at work, uh, but um, like the game has so many like quick time and like you know button presses and things to the point where many times the game will just stop. Like time will stop until you do until it. you press the next one because they just they want to make sure that you get through the scene and not fail something are you still like, awake <laughs> it just totally freezes in place like the guy's like going to hand a piece of paper to someone else and he just stands there until you complete like the weird like half circle motion <laughs> that game looks wild by the way i i really want to play it but yeah they added a feature to it without spoiling anything of the story. They added a feature to it that I think is really neat. At the end of each chapter, it pulls up a, a map basically showing you all of the path, your path that was unlocked and uh, grayed out all of the unlock, like the untaken paths. Oh. And then you can press a button and see what percentage of the uh, game playing populace had gotten to your path and done your like selections. Oh, t- and, well, like, telltale games do that. Yeah. But this looks it looks really cool yeah it has a map that's different and that's a good yeah, idea. yeah I, th- I think something like a game like uh, heavy rain could have benefited from something like that yeah i just i like telltale so much i want to see them do good do the good game yeah <laughs> uh, but they haven't in so long yeah and it, it's really rough like i don't even buy them half the time anymore cause... yeah i mean at this point make a mediocre game yeah don't make the bad game yeah it's not, it's not that they're bad. It's just they're just all the same. Yeah. It's just all the same. It, it really is. They hit success with one thing, and they've been beating that dead horse. Well, vote with your dollar. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like something, don't don't pay for it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the best way to send a message to, to game makers and, and comic writers, creators of TV shows, any kind of media. Just vote with your dollar. That's the only way you can get through to them. Because if you hate buy something or you hate play something, they're still getting your money. Yeah. That's just how it is. Now, after seeing all that Fallout 76 stuff from E3, I went back and started playing Fallout 4 again. Oh, yeah? Uh, I rolled a character that has, like, maxed out strength. Nice. And I've been using only melee attacks. Excellent. So I like I'm, just, it. I'm just rolling the wasteland, punching the heads off of super mutants. It's Excellent. It's pretty entertaining. That is awesome. That is awesome. Being the way the game's written, it's basically just go in rooms and kill everybody. So you might as well roll a person that that's is, all they can do. <laughs> they're just super good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I've You know, I've never played a Fallout game. I've kind of gotten the itch every once in a great while, but I just don't have the time to devote to it. Um, and it is a time sink. Yeah. You'll, you'll fall in there and won't won't come out that's, for days. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> uh, although if I were to roll a character, I would be that guy that would put like all of my stats into luck and just watch like everyone shoot like each other. And yeah. I just kind of walk through the room and not do. Be domino. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. And I made a punch lady and her name's Judy Punches. Nice. I like it. <laughs> And she punches the heads off, like literally punches their heads off. Oh yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah, watching the uh, uh, the monster factory of yeah. of that is like final Pam, the final Pam, where she's just like decimating. Well, but then they they hacked that and they like put a like put the strength up to like five thousand or something like that. 
Like, her only weapon that she uses is, like, a pair of brass knuckles that I've modified to have blades on them. Oh, nice. Like Wolverine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's post-apocalypse Wolverine. I like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and uh, take a break here. And when we get back, we'll get into a little bit of news. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas, the Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to feed to see the Queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave Isn't even old enough to shave But he can use the force, they say Do you see him hitting on the queen Though he's just nine and she's fourteen Yeah, he's probably gonna marry her Jedi. 
caught a ride back to Naboo Cause Queen Amidala wanted to I frankly would have liked to stay We all fought in that epic war And it wasn't long at all before Little Hotshot flew his plane and saved the day And in the end some Gungans died Some ships blew up and some pilots fried A lot of folks were croaking The battle droids were broken And the Jedi I admire most Met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast I'm still here and he's a ghost I guess I'll train this boy And I was singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We were singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We're back. That was The Saga Begins by Weird Al Yankovic. Haven't we done like covers or like parody covers the last three weeks of the show? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we did a cover of uh, Country Roads last week. Uh-huh. What did we do the week before that? It was Africa by Weezer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's been cover month. The cover month. Impromptu cover month. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like that a lot. But no, uh, Cody, why did we play that good, good Star Wars song? Because we've got a couple of Star Wars news items here. Yeah. Which one do we want to do? I guess there's more meat on the George Lucas one. We have more meat there. (laughs) Well, there is more meat on George Lucas. Especially in the chin area. His neck waddle of sadness, I think, is what we called it at one point. That's a a deep cut, everybody. It's deep cut nerd overload. Back in the day. That might have been a Pizza Extreme team. It may have been a Pizza Extreme team episode. back, uh... George Lucas came out of his hibernation cave. Yeah. To say that uh, if he was going to direct the the Star Wars... Uh, 789. 789, that it would be about midichlorians. Yeah, it was going to be all microscopic with, all, with a whole new cast and a world that makes no sense. <laughs> following these microscopic beings called the Wills, which is something... It's something that's been in Star Wars for a while. The Wills were supposedly like the first Force users or something like that, but they've never really explained them. They're like ghosts or something like that. I uh, actually think, um, wasn't um, Donnie Yen's character from uh, Rogue One like Monk of like the Wills or something like that? That's, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, the concept has been in Star Wars, and they continue to use it. But yeah, the idea was that it was going to happen like on a like, sub-microscopic level with these little tiny beings who like use, who are like friends with the midichlorians or something. Yeah. And they, they exert their, and it's like they exert their uh, will over. Yeah. I guess that's the word. They, exil- that's they, they exert their wills. Yeah. Over people to. Uh... Yeah. 
to use the force and and do their do their bidding. Yeah, the way George Lucas explained it, it's like the characters that we learned about in one through six are just basically puppets of these little tiny tiny guys living in your bloodstream, telling you, hey, hey, use the force on that thing. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a quote that George has about this that I am currently looking up because it is too good not to bring up on the show. Uh, let's see. Yes. The next three Star Wars films are going you to get... You gotta do it in his voice. Oh, I have to do it in... The... You gotta oh. do it in, in your George Lucas voice. I have to do it in his voice. Oh, God. Okay. Not well, to put you on the spot. Okay, let me let me get into the... Uh, let me get into the uh, the uh, mood. I have to... Yeah. <laughs> Here, put on this sure. flannel shirt. Put on this flannel shirt and, and just kind of long get my, my, my esophagus a little bit. Um, it was always my intention that Greedo Shoth. Okay, I got it. All right, here we go. The next three Star Wars films were going to be in a microbiotic world. There's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I, I call them the Wills, and the Wills are ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the Force. <laughs> so he goes on to explain, you know, the Wills, and they like they they are the Force, and they they basically eat midichlorians or whatever. And he finishes out the interview by saying, "Of course." A lot of the fans would have hated it, just like they did Phantom Menace and everything. But at least the whole story from beginning to end would have been told. <laughs> so, like, he's like, you know what, fans? You're going to hate it, but this is my Star Wars. So slurp it up. At this point, I don't think fans will like any Star Wars that's put in front of them. So, uh, yeah. why not? Well, yeah, and you know what? Here's, I have a little bit of respect for someone who is like, I'm going to put out this thing that I know everyone's going to hate. But this is my this story. Is my, this is yeah. my thing. And the other thing is, I don't think George wanted to do episode seven through nine. So he came up with the most ridiculous asinine plot <laughs> for those films. So that anyone who looked at the script would go, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, George. We can't do this. We can't. George, buddy. You didn't put any lightsabers in this. We can't, we can't make this. do this. <laughs> there was another George Lucas film. I just it just hit me. He did an animated film that dealt with microscopic people. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Here we go. It was called The Secret World of Arietti. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, da, 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 da. That was a good movie though. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Uh, wasn't that based on the Borrowers? Yeah. Yeah. Was it that? No, that was fairies. That's strange magic, maybe. Strange magic. That might be. That might be it. Let me. Let me do. Okay, so yeah, there was a movie kind of, kind of about small people called Strange Magic. Um, maybe George is just like super into like tiny things now. Maybe yeah. He's just shrinking. You know. Maybe that's a fetish he has. He might uh, shrinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Just this Star Wars thing is like, why? Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm glad Disney took this one. I'm glad they took it away from him. Yeah, I've liked all well, the Star they, Wars Well, he sold it made. to him for yeah. a, a, a... Half a bajillion million dollars. Yeah, a more money than I can fathom. So, so it's, you know, it's fine. But um, Disney may not be doing so hot with their Star Wars properties... Um, yeah, Solo has actually lost money for them. Yeah, I and well, you haven't seen it yet, but yeah, trust it, me, <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> but yeah, Solo has lost the money, and it has gotten to the point where uh, Disney has decided to like put 
all of the Star Wars side movies on hold until they figure things out. Although they claim it's to focus in on the original trilogy to wrap that up and to start up a new trilogy. Which is with new characters. Really thinking ahead weird, but Yeah, it is, but I don't think the side story movies are a bad idea. I don't think they are either. I think they just need to make them good. Like Solo from the start didn't look like look that good. It didn't seem like that good of an idea. Han Solo is not a character that you really need to know a lot about. Yeah. He's just some sleazy guy in a bar that has a ship. That's all you need to know. You learn everything about Han Solo you need to during the course of the six or seven movies. Yeah. Like, you don't need to know, you know, where baby Han Solo came from or where Han Solo got his last name from. That's in the Han Solo movie. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to know that. You don't I, need to I know. I don't care. Yeah, you don't need to know how the how the sausage is made on that one. Like, pick a pick a area of space that wasn't explored. Pick, like, well, see, the I Bounty think, Hunters, but not Boba Fett. I think the Boba Fett movie is fine. I, I would be excited for a Boba Fett movie. Sure. I mean, I guess there's been, there hasn't been enough. Well, they've they've done a lot with the um. I, I think they the they his... ruined enough of his mystique uh, with the prequel movies and having yeah. him as a little kid. Yeah. That, yeah. That, sure. Go in there. Go in there and flesh it all out. Why not? Sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me give me a uh, uh Dengar Dengar movie. <laughs> sure. Uh, give me a a Jabba the Hutt movie. Yeah. Make like the Godfather, but Jabba the Hutt, the Job Father, the Job Father. <laughs> but yeah, an organized Star Wars organized crime movie. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. And to be honest, Solo gets into a little bit, but they do it by ex- introducing yet another completely separate organized crime, you know, organization that we're supposed to believe that has been around for the entirety of the. <laughs> it's been there the whole. It's been there the time. entire time. It's never been mentioned, but it's been there, you guys. And they're like the people that are like up against the huts, kind of a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know this. I don't think they should get rid of the side stories because Rogue One was yeah, Rogue One was great, fantastic. That might be my favorite of the new Star Wars movies, honestly. I'm still a sucker for Force Awakens. I mean, I Force like Awakens one. was really good. Yeah. But but it but it was like mostly stuff from the <laughs> it was mostly a new hope. But, yeah, but but I don't want to with a twist with yeah. enough of a twist. And he, ha- I understand why they did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes perfect sense. They had they had to play it safe because it was coming back for a long time and yep. no George Lucas. Mm-hmm. They but had to do yeah yeah. It yep. makes perfect sense. It does. I don't want to trash it's a very him calculated for that. kind yeah. of yeah. But yeah, I don't know about this. I mean, I wish they just, you know, I think it was a mistake for them to say that, you know, we are going to have a Star Wars movie every year from now until forever, yeah. whether you like it or not. <laughs> but like every couple of years, you know, do a side story, wait a couple of years, do a Star War. <laughs> do it for a real Star Wars. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. So I, I don't know. They shouldn't give up on it on the idea completely. I don't. Yeah, think, and there's so many stories you can tell in that universe. You mm. just have to do a good job when you do it. <laughs> yeah, just do a good job and don't hire uh, actors who look like uh, dunces. <laughs> I'm talking about you, Han Solo, young Han Solo man. He doesn't. He doesn't was, look like. He doesn't look like Harrison Ford. It was just a bad pick from the start. Hey, guess what? He also doesn't sound or act like Harrison Ford. <laughs> 
or Han Solo in this movie. Like he is just bland action man. Basically, when we were talking about the casting for this, did you say it should be Dave Franco? Yeah, Dave Franco would have been a really good one. Yeah, because at least, yeah, I mean, why not? (laughs) Dave Franco, I think, could have done a decent enough job. I mean, it's kind of difficult to understand what Dave Franco says half the time. He kind of (laughs) mumbles a little bit. But so does Han Solo. But so does Han Solo. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so let's stick on the Disney thing. Uh, so Disney's, you know, they have a, a penchant for slurping up, um, different companies and properties and stuff like that. They officially, and this has been in the works for a long time. We knew this was coming. Uh, they have officially purchased, uh, 20th century Fox. Yeah. It was up in the air for a little bit there because, uh, I think Comcast was after him too. And they were, they were talking about doing a hostile takeover. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently not. Apparently Disney is one out, and they now own 21st Century 21st Century Fox. Fox, yeah. And I'm looking up the price that they bought it for. It's some crazy amount. $71.3 billion. It's, it's enough money to solve all of the major problems on Earth. Yeah, but hey. <laughs> but hey. But hey, we're getting the Wolverine X-Men in, in the Avengers movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Come on, you guys. That's pretty priorities, cool. Priorities, man. Priorities. You know, you gotta get you gotta get your Fantastic Four back. You gotta get that Galactus in those movies now. <laughs> yeah, we can get Galactus against Captain America or something. I don't know. The water's still poison in Flint, Michigan. But hey, <laughs> but hey, while they're while they can't you know drink the water, they can at least you know go watch you know Professor X. Uh, Deadpool have a cameo in Avengers Seven. Perfect. <laughs> Exactly. Excellent. Excellent work. We've talked about this before. I I like the idea of all of the properties being under one roof um, in the Marvel sense. It's just everything else about it. Everything else about it is really gross. (laughs) And the fact that Disney has acquired so many different uh, companies and properties um, especially lately that they're pushing like a monopoly kind of um territory and that that worries me a little bit i mean they're it's good that they're like keeping they're not just going okay everything's now disney and just being under disney yeah like they have marvel studios that kind of does their own thing and they have lucasfilm that kind of does their own thing and they just kind of have one disney person that kind of goes in like hey don't forget hey it's disney yeah. <laughs> and that's probably what they're going to do with 20th century 21st century fox as well they're probably going to keep although they might change the name because they didn't uh get the fox yeah, they they don't own the fo- all of Fox. It's just it's the, just the movie properties. Yeah, well, and TV too, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So Disney right. does, in fact, own the Simpsons now. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting th- to uh, think about. And uh, that was another th- when I was uh, downloading those Monkey Island games uh-huh. again. The the EULA pops up that you have to agree to, and it says Disney everywhere on it. I'm oh like, really? Oh yeah. They own this now, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So Disney owns Sam and Max. No. Oh. No, the creator of Sam and Max. Oh, owns they own Sam, Sam and Max. Max. Okay, well, yeah, that's good Steve at least. Steve Purcell owns it. Okay, good. But that's they good own everything else that LucasArts ever did. They own Maniac Mansion. They yeah. own Full Throttle. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. Actually, I'm pretty sure I don't like it. Yeah. But get your Wolverines back in... Avenger time, uh, Avengers time. Yeah, if you Avengers time. Yeah. Hey, come on, grab your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm not singing the whole Adventure Time theme song on here. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it'd kill time. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have a couple of quick hits here. Uh, so scientists say that uh, they could create actual living dinosaurs within five years with so, like uh, uh, gene research and stuff like that. And the question I, the thing I say is, you know, uh, they're going to spend so much time wondering if they could, they are not going to stop to think if they should. Well, don't worry. Jeff Goldblum. Don't worry. They'll make them all female so they can't So they don't reproduce. Breed. Yeah, but they'll, they'll use frog DNA and that's, you know, it'll, yeah. Actually, in the article, they said they'd use bird. Oh, bird. Oh, that makes, <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be cool to see a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, I'd kill to see a live dinosaur. Yeah. That'd be so awesome. I wonder if they'll put them in a park. Where everybody can come see them. Mm-hmm. Maybe behind big electric fences and yeah. you drive around in a little um, branded car. I think that's, that would track. be, yeah, hold on to your butts. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jackson. Now I'm just saying words. Yeah, you just have to say who said the quote afterwards. That's right. That's what you got to do. Yeah, all right. Uh, so... You didn't say the magic word. Wayne Knight. It's new. It's Newman. <laughs> Newman. It's Newman. Uh, okay, so they're uh, rebooting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action films. Yeah, film again. franchise again. I uh, say go for it because you did a bad job uh, last time. That, so. sec- that second one wasn't terrible. I never saw either one. That's, so. uh, yeah, well, the first one was pretty bad, and I hate the way they look, but the second one had Bebop and Rocksteady, and they were played pretty well perfectly. And they, they looked exactly mm-hmm. like they were mm-hmm. supposed to, unlike the turtles. It was an inspired choice getting the wrestler Seamus to both <laughs> voice act and play the human form of Bebop. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. And I forget the name of the guy who they got to play Rocksteady, but it's a, a well-known voice actor and kind of actor. Uh, but no, they that was like a highlight of those of that second film. But... I'm up for more turtles. I am a fan of the turtles. They need to lean away from the dark, gritty, serious, and lean into the goofy turtles like the cartoon. I think they need to hit the happy medium, which was the 2003 cartoon. That oh, had a the, good, yeah. That had a really good mix of, yeah, of goofy, uh, you know, children's comedy and like serious. I was, I would say, it was almost uh, a step and a half away from being like Batman animated series territory. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Plus, but for me, I think the biggest thing is they need to make the turtles look a little less realistic and imposing because those turtles in the in that most recent series, it looks scary. Yeah. Like what kid's going to be into that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a kid anymore. I don't yeah. know what kids like. I think. They, I, don't, I don't think it's hulking monstrosities though. What they should do, if it were me, I would go back to uh, suits that look like the uh, old turtles movies but cg with the, like the shape the head shape and like the body shape and everything make them look like that but give them cgi faces take the tech from the, where the wild things are yeah kind of take yeah. that and i mean that's kind of the tech that they used for the new turtles as well but they just made them look like weird monstrosities and not like actual turtles yeah if they would if they were to do like kind of something kind of like that i think that would I mean, they're, Work. they're they're nice boys. They need to look like friendly, nice boys. And not like <laughs> giant, giant seven-foot hulking monsters. The turtles yeah. are only supposed to be like four-foot seven or something like that. They're supposed to be tiny. Huh. Yeah, they're not They're not tall. Like, they're shorter than April O'Neil. That's true. Mm-hmm. The only reason why they're as they were 
they were made to be as big as they were was because they didn't they weren't able to get a bunch of uh, shorter actors to play them in the suits. That's <laughs> that's it. Um, also, Wolverine five foot three. Remember it, not yeah. six foot like Hugh Jackman. I wonder if that when they recast him, if they'll get somebody short. Nope. No. <laughs> Definitely not. They really should. They should. That was kind of part of his thing. He was a small guy. They should. They won't, but they should. Um, With a lot of anger in there. Yeah, there's a lot of anger in that little 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 boy. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Another quick hit. Uh, so there's Star Trek. Plenty of Star Trek. Apparently, a lot of new Star Trek heading our way. Yeah, there was kind of a bummer article a little bit earlier in the week where um, a couple of the uh, showrunners. For the Star Trek Discovery, um, that new show on uh, the CBS app, which um, is good, I hear. Yeah, from what I understand, I mean, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, but I'm I've, not, I've, I've heard seen it's the pretty first okay. two episodes, but yeah, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, uh, but they uh, they exited the show over some allegations of uh, verbal and emotional abuse from uh, towards some of the staffers on the show, which is really not cool and fun and things that we're we don't really tend to get into on the show, but. So there was kind of up in the air whether that show was going to continue or what was going to happen. But uh, it looks like Alex Kurtzman is going to be taking over, um, taking more active role in the series. He was a producer uh, and he is uh, launching another handful of Star Trek shows, including one set at Starfleet Academy for which is, CBS, which is a cool idea. It's a great idea. It's done by the folks who did the reboot of Dynasty and worked on Gossip Girls and Marvel's Runaways, which is the big one. Because that show is very good. I haven't watched it. Maybe I should. Yeah, I, it's I very good. I also Cloak and Dagger is good. I've heard Cloak and Dagger is very good. It makes me wish that they would do that um, New Warriors show because it was going to be produced by the same people with Squirrel Girl and Mr. Yeah. Immortal and all of them. I wish they would do that, but that's up in the air. Yeah, anyway, still up in the air. Yeah. There's also a limited series where there's no plot details. There is a limited series based around wrath of Khan. I um, don't, I don't think we need that. I think we know all we need to know about Khan. The only thing I can think of is what if it's set in like slightly beyond modern day, because the, the whole idea behind Khan was that he was created kind of in modern day or like, as like, a, a super like 50 soldier, years yeah. as a super soldier. Uh, as one of like a army of super soldiers and the super soldiers revolted and they were then cryogenically frozen and shot into space. I think if we did had a show about that, like set at 50 years in the future during the mm -hmm. conflict. Yeah. I think that would be very cool. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one that is an animated series. Which, that's great. Which I am so into. The original animated series was so great and yeah, hokey. Yeah, it was just more Star Trek, really. Yeah, that's all it was. It was so good. It's, it was written just like they'd write the regular show, mm -hmm. but uh, now it was animated. Yeah, and by doing it animated, they could visit yeah, whatever any, they wanted yeah, yeah they could do anything they could visit any time frame any timeline they could put a cat person on the bridge yeah and, and they did <laughs> and they sure did uh the uh running theory with that is or rumor rather uh the running rumor with that is that uh patrick stewart is super super interested in reprising his role as uh jean-luc picard in one of these shows and I am so in for that. Yeah. Oh my god. On any of them. Well, any not the of con them. One, any of them. 
<laughs> it yeah. wouldn't work in the con one, time-wise. Yeah, probably not that one. <laughs> but, uh, well, hey, you know, Star Trek's full of time travel yeah. shenanigans. But I think he'd work well as, like, a uh, teacher at the Starfleet Academy. Yeah. That would be cool. Or Make the- him, like, the double door of Starfleet Academy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would work fine. Oh, it would yeah. be great. And that would mean he wouldn't have to be on every single episode, but he'd pop up every once in a while and give Sage Picard advice. Yeah. <laughs> Super good. Um, or the animated series they're talking about could just be the next generation. Just be, the animated yeah, just series. next gen. Just more next gen. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get Worf back in there. Let's get Frakes. Everybody. Everybody's back in. They're all back. <laughs> they're all back in animated form. So, yeah, let's Jordy. see. Jordy? Yeah, I'll get Jordy in there. Sure. Yeah, but you don't take my word for it. <laughs> That's not the quote from Reading Rainbow. It was close, but I didn't yeah, say yeah, it right. Yeah, it wasn't right. <laughs> it wasn't. It totally wasn't right. But, oh well. Oh well. Whatever. We're moving on. A little bit of a little bit of Pokemon Go yeah, news. Yeah, let's do the Pokemon Go news. We still play that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people who still play that. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, the its death was is widely. Oh my god. Exaggerated. I, yeah, I forgot that quote. You want to try that one again? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think its death is widely exaggerated. Yes, I agree there's with a, that. There's a lot of people who still stick around and mm-hmm. catch those Pokemon. Oh, every community day, people are out, out and about, like all over the place. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it's not going to be like it was for those two weeks when it was new, but there's enough people. Yeah, uh, but uh, Pokemon Go is uh, when there well, was briefly world peace. While everyone yes, was that one week, Pokemon. that one or two, one week and a half where everybody was happy and everyone was outside. It was wonderful. <laughs> it uh, really was. It was so good. It's so weird. And there's never going to be anything like that ever again. Never, never. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I got to be alive during it. <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird, wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, watching everybody put up like chairs and Veterans Memorial here in yeah. town and just <laughs> hanging out all day. It was great. It's a good time. Anyway, Pokemon Go, um, this is probably, well, this is probably already out uh, by the time you're listening to this, but they had a pretty major update, which introduced um, a friend uh, friend list feature, as well as trading. Trading, which a is, staple of the Pokemon franchise since its inception, is finally in Pokemon Go. Yes, a feature that should have been made three years ago, but <laughs> here it is now, and it it looks like it's going to work pretty pretty well. Yeah, you trade between friends. Yeah, and it's kind of limited in the way you can do it, so you can't just fill out each other's Pokedex instantly. Yeah, you have to use Stardust, and if it's something that you don't have in yours, it's like they jack the price up, basically. Yeah. Um, everything's done through friend codes. You can't trade. Uh, you can only trade locally. You can't, like... Uh, you know, just get a randos uh, friend code from over in Asia and get like a far fetched yeah. or whatever. Which doesn't I mean, work like that. I, I think it. I like it that way. I kind of do it's too. It's more like the old game, yeah. like getting your link cable out, kinda type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um. So the friend, uh, the friend feature also has a a thing where if you spend certain Pokestops, you'll get like a little present that you yourself can't open, but you send to your friend. And they open it and it bumps up like your, your friend, level. friend level, but also they get like items know, and like, ball. well, the, King's rock <laughs> actually some, uh, some special eggs that have the Alolan forms. Oh yeah. That's, that's how right. they're, that's how they're d- distributing yeah. those. And that's really cool. Um, we just said a lot of gibberish to people who don't play Pokemon, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, fancy Pokemon. That's what, that's what I'm saying. They're fancy. just different forms of classic yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Basically. They look slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's really good and fun. Um, 
There was one uh, article that you read a little later. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, on Kotaku. Um, yeah. Where a fight broke out over Pokemon Go somewhere. Somewhere, some, yeah. Some adult man and his adult son uh, beat someone up because they took their Pokemon gym yeah. and threw a Gatorade at their car. So who knew that Pokemon Go introduced the enemy system before yeah. the friend system? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's... People still care about Pokemon Go. A lot, but that that seems a little extreme. Yeah, it really does. Don't throw Gatorades don't. at people. Also, don't beat people up who throw Gatorades at your car. Don't be like that. Just hey, everybody, be cool. It's Pokemon. Yeah, it just just be cool. Just be cool. Also, if you haven't played Pokemon Go in a long time, I fully recommend that you re-download it and give it another shot. Give it a shot because they've added a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely worth trying out again. I mean, I mean, it's free, so I mean, we've talked about the field research quest system before, mm-hmm. but I really think that adds a lot to the game. It really does. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, no Pokemon Go. I'm glad it's still around and still going strong. I'm I'm happy about that. It's it's a fun game if you take it for what it is and you don't expect it to be a fully featured Pokemon game, which it was never going to be from it, the outset. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so with that, I think we have reached the end of the show. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. And you can follow us on all the forms of social media that there is uh, under the the handle. Is that what handle? Say? Yeah, let's under say under the handle of Nerd Overload. Now your Instagrams, your Twitters, your Facebooks. Yep, Twitch, Twitch, Twitch is on Twitch. Uh, hey, do you like shirts? Yeah, I love wearing clothes. Do you need to something to cover up the top half of your body? Are you tired of blasting those nips? Yeah. Well, guess what? They're Nerd Overload shirts now. So, you know, I recommend going over and checking out tpublic.com slash users slash Nerd Overload now. I'm going to have to come up with a shorter URL for that to kind of redirect it. Yeah, or you can just put a link on the Actually, on, on the, the website there. On the website, <laughs> there's a there's a store button I already put up oh, on there. Oh, okay, so well, there you so go. There. Yeah, just go to nerdoverload.com um, and click on store. But yeah, I mean, right now we have one shirt on there. It's the logo for the show. Um... It's, it's I like it logo. a lot. I think yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, I bought one. I'm be excited to get it. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Uh, they make pretty quality shirts. I've bought some shirts off of them before, and a tiny portion of that goes back to help support the show, which helps us put out uh, more quality content like we are doing now. So yeah, if you enjoy the show, you know, check it out. Buy a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> buy my shirt. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you can also email the show staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. Uh, go do that so we can change the name to Nerd Overload now so it's uniform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing we got to fix. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, TuneIn, Spotify, Gregor.zone. Gregor.zone, that hot website. WZMOFM.com on Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. We're also on WZMO 104.7 FM if you're in the Marion, Ohio area. We don't mention that often, but we're there. We're a live show, and that's pretty cool. Um, a live recorded show. <laughs> live, Yes, live recorded. Yes, this is live, everybody. Every time you listen to this, we are talking to you from, from live. <laughs> yeah. Caller, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thanks again for tuning into the show, and we will be back next week. Peace out.